gonna be a cold summer Devil tryna take your soul from you Callin' buddy, got my own number What up, though? This is episode 196 of the I Hope Miko podcast. I'm Miko Grimes, and I only have one guest joining me today, baby daddy. <laughs> what up? Welcome back, Brent. You missed last week. Hustle and I had a two-hour conversation. A lot of real nigga shit took place. Um, it was good times. Great fun. How was your Thanksgiving without me? Terrible. Damn. <laughs> Terrible. No, nah, I mean, we went to uh, Capitol Grill. That was kind of cool, but I mean, it was nothing. It wasn't the same without you there, Meek. What is this? <laughs> I'm just trying to piss you off. Thursday, bro. Nah, it was nothing. I just went to Capitol Grill, took my mom and Aiden. We had uh, some, some good food, brought some uh, leftovers back. Well, got another order and brought it back and, like, watched the football. It was cool. It was a chill day. You guys celebrating the massacre of the natives of this land? I wouldn't say we really celebrated. I just say we went to Capitol Grill to eat. Mm-hmm. We didn't really do the, the whole Thanksgiving thing. It was just a, Like I usually have and forced into doing? <laughs> yeah, it usually whipped something up for us, but... We had to go to Capitol Grill to eat. I, I can't. I feel like people always, people don't think about people like me that don't want to celebrate this. Like nobody's like, oh, check on your vegan, you know, real nigga friends who don't celebrate the massacre of the natives. Like nobody cares that we're like bothered by this holiday. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to participate. I'm going to hang out with my friends that are like-minded like me. Since everybody's off work, that's why, oh, it's a moment to be off work and spend time with your family. You just be off work all the time. You just spend plenty of time with your family. Don't try to use it as a... It's just something that people do, me. That's all. Yeah, it's just, just a day people do. Tradition, something that dead people threaten you into continuing. Yeah, pretty much. That's all it is. It's not like uh, people are really like, yo, this is amazing. This day just means so much to me. It's just like a tradition. People grew up doing it. They get to kick it with their family. For whatever reason, they only kick it with their family. Everybody hates their family anyway. All I ever hear about is the shit-talking conversations of, you know, calling the nieces hoes, the uncles filling everybody's pussy when they walk by. It's just crazy. It's just- I mean, you're not you're not wrong. You're not wrong on that aspect of it. I, I really think a lot a lot of holidays is just tradition. No, a lot of people don't really give a fuck about the actual meaning of the holiday. It's just something that you know people do. Something to look forward to. I mean, I like. I don't. I don't like. It seems like most American holidays are fake, but I hate the one that celebrates. The death of the native people here. Like, I just don't understand. People denial, fake Mexican Independence Day. I'm cool with that because nobody cried. Like, it wasn't like, you know, anything crazy happening. Even their July, it's not our 4th of July. I feel like we as black people should be celebrating Juneteenth, which we don't. But even their 4th of July, like, okay, cool. Halloween obviously is the bomb. Christmas coming up. You got to celebrate a fake nigga's birthday. It didn't even happen. It wasn't even his birthday. Like, the only good thing about Christmas, honestly, is the lights and the tree. That's fun. That looks yeah. cute. Like, that's cute to me. That's that does look cool. 
Yeah, it looks cool. You see all the neighbors got lights and Yeah, they're killing us. <laughs> we don't got shit. That's like so nothing. Not a wreath. Well, what's that? The thing that go on the door, a wreath, right? Yeah, shit. We don't got that. We don't got Santa on the lawn or nothing. <laughs> no reindeer or nothing. <laughs> no. You got shit. What's it like, called? Garland? The little shit that's a garland? We don't got... You're not used to seeing us anyway. Usually we're not here during this time. We're usually in Tampa or somewhere. Yeah, playing. so we ain't got shit up. That's just funny. They are decorated. Yeah, Aiden wants to do something, so you know I'm I'm with it. I'm. You supposed to? You said you was getting those little those the lights, the ones you stick in the ground and they light up the wall. He said we don't have to do the real lights. We can do the fake one where you just put <laughs> and a whole yeah. beams just yeah the beams up come up. I'm with that. Oh, cool. That's that's cost efficient. It's cheap. It's fast. Easy. Fast. You just unplug them shits when Christmas is over and gone. Right. <laughs> Shit is fast. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna light this bitch up just so he could you know see the lights. It's really just about the lights, and I think lights are cool. It doesn't matter what time of year it is. I think Christmas lights, well, just lights in general, should be up all year. Like you know, this shit it looks cool at night, no matter what time of the year it is. It does. Yeah. The lights do look cool. I mean, that's that's not a lie. Yeah. So we gonna get to it though. So I I, I was obviously in L.A. doing me. You were here in Florida, um, the pot, and, and then like, I guess a few days ago, I'm sure you saw on Instagram and my YouTube uh, watchers saw that I posted a, a little montage of 2019 for my podcast, and I wrote that you know I won't be around much longer. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people were just like, "What? What's going on? Like, why would you leave us? You're faithful." We love you. We fuck with you. We need you for the real news and blah, blah, blah. And I just feel like people don't understand. Like, I actually went to broadcasting school. <laughs> like, you did. I went to school after I retired from playing pro ball to be a broadcaster. And the industry is trash dookie now. And I just don't like it. I'm never going to, I personally feel I'm never going to go as, go any higher than a podcast. And that's because, A, I won't do what they tell me to do, meaning lie or, you know, like compromise my morals or my integrity. And I just won't do anything for a check. Like, I won't agree with people's opinion just because that's what we're fucking doing. Do you, you really think you said it the way it is now? Don't you think it's always been like that? You just are more aware of what the hell is going on? No, it was not always like that. Perfect example. Like I told you before, when I first wanted to be a journalist, I was a little kid. I was young. And, you know, back then, you had to watch the game when it came on. Or guess what? You yeah. didn't fucking see the game, you know? Right, right. So growing up in L.A., being a Laker fan, big-time Magic Johnson fan, but I was also an athlete. I played several sports since I was a little bitty girl, since I was about six. I missed a lot of games. And the only way that I would actually be able to see or, you know, not see, but figure out what happened was reading the newspaper. Yeah. And those are journalists. Like, that's where my passion comes from. Like, telling a story like, oh, my God, you know, like, this is what happened in the game. This is exactly how it went down. Like, that shit is dope. And then as time went on, technology started to take over. And now it's not even about that. Nobody, a lot of the sports reporters don't even know how to call games. They don't know how to talk sports, they just argue about shit that sometimes don't even have nothing to do with sports. 
You know, like that's not journalism. Like you're actually supposed to know what you're talking about. You can have journalists that just write pieces about the game. You can have journalists that do color, play by play, and all that kind of stuff. You have journalists that do interviews, you know, write books. But these niggas, like, they're anybody can get this job. Yeah, I mean, looking at your the industry that you're talking about, like the people that are getting a job aren't people like you that went to school for or studied for or got degrees for and shit. They're just hiring ex-athletes. Yeah. Some of them are good at it, but a lot of them... There's people like Adam Schefter who get dirt and tea on players and now he's making millions of dollars to tell everybody's fucking business. I mean, yeah. It's just what it is. I would feel like it's... In a way, though, it's always been like that because it's who you know. Yeah, but it wasn't. Like, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't be wrong in the past. You would get fired for, 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 like, just imagine if I just said, Brent Grimes is one of the worst cornerbacks in the NFL, blah, 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 blah. No reason for it except that the Bucks secondary was dead last and you're the, the senior on the team. It's just like, there's no thought behind that. There's no film watching behind that to see that the majority of the year, you didn't get any balls in your direction. Yeah, I mean, it, that's part of, that's product of the, the way the world is now. Like you're saying, what everybody needs to be first. Something has to be out. Um, yeah. And it's so many people that can throw something on Twitter really quick that people aren't putting out quality shit so much is just something and something got to be out. And the easy thing, like you said, is just people arguing. It's just, all right, say something outrageous and I'll get some, some hate and some love from it. And that's what people do. Yeah. They stay whole career. People are even cool with being wrong. They just want people to click on it. Yeah. Get points and money for clicks. It's just embarrassing. Like, I just don't even want to be a part of it anymore. Like, I feel like people like me, like I do my very best to not shit on the athlete. Like, if you do something wrong and I got to call you on it, I will. But I try to go around that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pro-athlete mm. because I know what it's like, first of all, to be a pro-athlete and be scrutinized. And be, people treat athletes like gods. Like, these motherfucking fans have their kids worshiping you guys. And I, you're already a loser. You already lost. The kid is lost. You guys are just holding L's because you aren't important enough or not dope enough for your kid to, ad, to admirize you. You know, you have them looking at LeBron James or, you know, like uh, Tom Brady, all these people who are just human, just like you. But you think that if this person commits this kind of crime, then they should lose their entire career. Yeah, that's, that is crazy about sports. Like, and no, you, you've said this several times on different shows, different podcasts, like a, uh, a doctor can beat his wife and come in and do some checkups the next day. A football player, you know, does something like that. They are banned. Like, you know, like that's just, yeah, it's just how it goes. You know, it's because you're in the public eye. They got to do something. So it looks like we, we don't stand for this. It's all about perception and, and things like that. And that's why, athletes get the shit into the stick on that. And people get so mad and they're just like, oh, you make millions of dollars. Shut up and do this and do that. It's like they think they own you guys, the fans. Like they think, oh, I bought my little $15 season tickets in the fucking nosebleeds. So now I, I own you. 
You can't say anything back to me on social media. You can't, like, shut up. Like, I'm just sick of the whole industry. Like, I just, you know what? I just want to be a fan from now on. I don't want to talk I feel you. And I, I feel you. You know, obviously, we talked about this before. But, like, I feel you. But I still think you're going to get the ish to come on. Like, I still I can't, I can't buy it, Meek. I can't buy Can you record today? Huh? Who wanted to quit today? I know. I, I mean, listen, I feel you. I understand what you're saying. And I do feel like you might take a break, might not do as many. But I feel like you're going to, like, still, you're going to want to say something. Something's going to happen. He's going to use Instagram. Like, everything. That's true. That's true. You got other, you got other. Page. I have a YouTube page now. Yeah. If I want to say something, I can get on this mic whenever I feel like it and just say it. Yeah, that's true. You got other avenues, but... I, I don't know. feel appreciated. You know, I'm not championing, like, the rest of these motherfuckers. Like, and it's, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm a black female. You know, like, that has a big... Like, that's a big part of why it's like this. Nobody wants to hear the black woman speak in this country. Like, we are just always told to shut up. And anytime we do talk, we're called angry black women. I actually like that phrase. Like... Call me angry if you want to. That's fine with me. Like certain things just don't bother me, but it's just like you, like, like I, I don't want to name any names, but I was telling you about these other people that just boom, getting these jobs here and there. Nowhere near as good as me. Nowhere near as talented as I am. They don't work as hard as I am. They don't even look better than me on camera, you know? But for some reason, these people are getting these jobs and it's because they're willing to compromise everything for it. I blame you. Blame you. <laughs> what did I do? You got, you got rich, and now I don't need money, so now I don't have to do it. <laughs> All right, I'll take that. I'll take it. It's your Put part. it on me. Oh, I am. <laughs> you know, you're like a motherfucker. Um, I, wanted to, I wanted to play something as an example, because I don't want to just say this and not give an example. I want to give an example to the listeners of something that I feel like like one of the other reasons that I get so bothered by this industry because you know there are a lot of people like me in the industry that are, that are flourishing and, and you know low-key surviving not doing great but you know doing their thing and one of those groups of people is Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson they have a podcast called All the Smoke and um, this is not a not this is just me telling my truth you know what I'm saying if people have a problem with that I don't give a fuck okay but just like them, there have been other people. I'm going to name everybody's names, Brent. You know who they are from my past and have shit on me in this industry. But I'm not going to say they shit on me. That's not true. But let me just explain. So I had been talking to Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson about doing a podcast together, doing some kind of show together. You know, just I have been speaking to Gilbert Arenas about us having our own little network on YouTube where we all have a show on there. Real nigga type of sports shit, you know what I mean? You can you can add other other types of podcasts or shows on there, but you know I talked to all these guys about you know us being a different group. Like we keep it real, you know. Like we say things that the players can't say because they they just can't or they're afraid to say, you know. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw them do their own show without me because we were all kind of talking about trying to do something together. I was like, okay, you know what? They they got a bond, you know? They got a friendship. They've been going for a long time. Steven Jackson obviously came on my podcast. I fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? I don't know Matt very well. We only know each other in passing. 
I don't know him as well as I know Jack. But when I saw them do the show, I was a little bit bothered by one of the first pieces that they put out. And they were like, we need to have some women on the show. And they were naming all these women that they thought about having on the show. And I wasn't even a name. That sucks. That's crazy, though. Especially if y'all were, you know, having those type of discussions. Yeah. That's pretty foul. I wasn't a name, so I was a little offended. I was like, you know what, Miko? You're on your period. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, you know, you might be emotional about it. They're going to call you. You know what I'm saying? They're going to call you. And so I'm thinking about an opportunity for me to have a phone call would have taken place this week when they interviewed Stephen A. Smith. Oh, yeah. Discuss weed with him and Colin Kaepernick. Now, I don't know what else they discussed, but those two topics, do you think I should have been? Hell, yeah. You should definitely be on the weed and the Colin Kaepernick, if anything. That's probably your two biggest topics right now. <laughs> That's your two shits right now. That's it. They're my shits. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are my shits. And they've both been following me for a while, and they know those are my shits. And I didn't get a phone call. And I just started to say to myself once again, Nico, your own people that are just like you don't even fuck with you. Nobody's fucking with me except the fans, like the people that listen to my show, like the people that can help me elevate my platform and help me get to bigger places and, and get heard more and recognized. They don't want me there. It's like, I don't know if it's jealousy. Is it, is you think it's they don't want you there or they're not worried? Like, they're just like, I got to do me. Like, I'm not checking for i'm not trying to bring anybody with me they're like they're not even thinking on that aspect they're just like oh i'm doing me or do you think they're personally like nah i don't want to get miko in here like like that well, you know, at this point i think it's personal i don't know the truth i don't know why don't, would you think why would you think it would be why would you why two nba x nba players who don't, I have already spoken in their comments several times since the Kaepernick shit took place and checking them, not checking them, correcting them on things that they're reporting. Showing them the light. They're liking it. Like, okay, Meek, I see what you, and I'm putting shit on my page. They're commenting. We were having a little dialogue like, oh yeah. shit. They know this. So why else wouldn't I take it personally? Yeah, I mean, I can see why you could take it personal. But I don't know. I, it just seems, it seems like it would be a lot for him just to be going like, nah, no fucking way we put Miko on. You know, like, it could be. And you got reason to think that because you are, you have talked to them about being on the show, about doing the, the thing that y'all said you was going to do. And y'all communicate through, you know, comments and Instagram or whatever. And those are your two big things. Those are so, like hits, right? So, so I mean, I feel you, but I don't know. Like that—that's so, shitty. If that's the case, that's really fucking shitty. I'm just tired, Brent. You've known me for almost eleven years. We've been together, and you've watched me grow as a journalist. And you've also watched men, not women, men constantly shit on me as I'm trying to climb these letters. Niggas is throwing boulders at me, you know what I'm saying? Shooting nerf guns at me. And I'm steady just trying to climb, trying to get up there. And then I get halfway up there and I'm feeling myself. And the people that are in front of me are people like me. And now they like kicking me, I feel like. They're like, back up, back up. We, we're going up without you. Like, no. Yeah. Like, like I, just, I just don't understand 
I don't know. I don't know. You just you just beating down right now. You just you like you feel like the game done beat you down. Yeah, I've been doing this for thirteen years. I started. You have. You've been putting in a lot of work. Two thousand six is when I started my journalism career, and thirteen years later, I have done great things. I have progressed. I'm proud of myself. I was gonna say that I don't want you to not. Like, you've done a lot. you got a lot to be proud of. You did it yourself, too, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I, I think that I've done a great job. I'm proud of myself, but I think one of the things, that, you know, I had a goal, you know, the only goal that I haven't accomplished is having my own show, like an actual TV show, sports TV show, you know, of some kind. And that's the only goal that I didn't accomplish. In this interview, I've done everything else that I attempt to do accomplish. Yeah. In this and that's the only thing. And I think the reason that it's not happening now is because the people that can help me, I already know ESPN and NFL, no, they're not calling me. I don't want to be on that platform because you ain't never going to see a nigga talking about Sprite. It quenches your thirst. That ain't going to be you? I'm not fake. I'm not fake. I, I don't really want to poison my community. And t- you know, like that's one of, you know, you know I love LeBron, right? You do. And every time I see him do a Sprite commercial, I just want to punch him in that little ball spot right here. Because it's just like, he's so great. He does so many great things. And I just like, why do you need the Sprite commercial? You know damn well you don't drink Sprite. How do you know LeBron don't drink no damn Sprite? He talks about what he eats, his diet, everything. He might be still smashing some Sprites at the cookout and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, he got to drink some Sprites. I don't think so. I don't he might. Know. Because uh, cause, cause what you're saying, like, it's LeBron. LeBron is fucking rich as shit. He, you know, he don't really need whatever Sprite is giving him. Right. So he could just be like, you know what? I don't really need I'm not about to plug this anymore. But yeah. he might really be drinking Sprite sometimes, me. Uh, I don't think so. I don't. I don't. I've, I've, I, you know, I've, I'm low-key stalking. He's probably one of the only sports athletes besides you that I know a lot of shit about that I shouldn't know. <laughs> but based on the things that I've read about him, if I found out LeBron was drinking Sprite every other day, I would be like, what? Like, it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up at all. To A can of Sprite? Like, not like a fucking... No, Sprite shouldn't even be in his diet at all. And according to him, it's not. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't I wouldn't advise anybody to regularly drink any type of soda, but exactly. LeBron's not drinking soda, dog. He's drinking wine and water. That's (laughs) wine and water. (laughs) Protein shakes. Oh, he drinks a lot of green juice too. He does. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So niggas drinking green juice is not chugging sprites after they meal, bro. It's just not happening. It's counterproductive. It's hustling backwards. <laughs> you say a nigga can't drink some green juice and then like have a Sprite a little bit later? Just I don't even know. a little boost? I don't even know what you're doing with your life if you're doing it. You know? Oh, I ain't had a Sprite in so long. That's just okay. random. You don't need one. It's not, it's, you ain't missing nothing. I don't drink soda. I just drink water. I know you don't. I don't buy that shit. <laughs> I take that back. I do buy it. Or mixing drinks. Yeah, I was going to say it's mixed drinks, so you be oh drinking God. that shit. We be drinking our shit straight. <laughs> yeah. 
but our friends like to mix their drinks. So that's when we buy it. Um, one more topic uh, that I want to talk about before we get into some more trending topics. This is a DM that I got recently. And I, you know, people always like, like even in my comments, like if I address somebody that says some bullshit or something negative to me, people always like, why do you address the negative comments? How come you don't talk about your positive comments? Don't nobody want to, if I was just all day long jacking my own dick about like positive comments and all these great things that people say about me, they will be like, God, you're conceited. Like all you ever talk about is your positive comments. Like, okay, so I'm going to talk about, I'm going to shit on and address the negative people, you know, because that's really people, it's like therapy, you know? It's therapy for who? You? For them. You know, every now and then, um, a, a person who's miserable and sad and on Instagram or social media to harass people needs to be cussed out. What, what is, how is that therapy? Because that's what they needed. They wanted some attention. Oh, and you're here to give it to them? Yeah, but this is going to be just, this is a different kind of attention. I, I just want to read this. And I don't, it doesn't matter what his name is because it's a fake page. Just it's always fake page. Niggas don't come for real from their real pages. They just don't. He said, You are the dumbest fucking bitch on the face of this earth, laughing my ass off. Mm-hmm. You would be nothing if your husband wasn't an average cornerback. If I wasn't that <laughs> What's that set? So let's we're gonna start with the average cornerback. I mean, you can. Let's start there. So you just got a check in the mail that you didn't even know you was getting from the Bucks, right? Right, yeah. How much was the check for? Uh, one, one eight and some change. One, one point eight and some change. One seven nine five, eight hundred for eight hundred and fifty cents. Yeah. My wife. Yeah, so let's just say you were average. <laughs> A nigga just sent you a almost one point eight million dollar check that they forgot to give you last year. Does yeah. that sound like, like like would this nigga not switch places with you in a heartbeat? Yeah, I mean, of course he would. Why do you think they try to shit on average athletes? <laughs> I mean, but when people shit on me to you, it's just to try to get under your skin. That's all that is. How? How? How is it possible? How? just because they're like, how can I get her to respond? Like people, like you said, maybe it is they need some therapy, but people are trying to talk to you. So you like, I really feel like people are home and they're like, yo, I'm going to just talk some shit to Miko and see if she start cussing me out. And then they just laugh about that shit. There's some people that are fucking weird and really got like issues with you. But I feel like some people are just trying to, Fucking have dumbass debates for no reason. Yeah, I don't really debate anymore. You know that, right? I just yeah, <laughs> yeah. You told me a lot of blocking now. Or want to just see you block or cuss them out or something. They just want to do that. The moment, I, the moment I see you comment on something that, first of all, is off topic that that you know has already been discussed, and and you're just wanting to argue now about something just because you're mad that I'm right. I'm blocking you. It's a nigga listening to this YouTube right now that's blocked on my Instagram. He keeps commenting on YouTube mad that I blocked him on Instagram. And I say, yo, bad. He's like, you didn't even answer my question. You had a stupid question. I yo, it was one time <laughs> in my fucking, uh, in, my, in my DM, somebody wrote me like, can you please tell your wife to unblock me? Like, I'm sure I got many of these because I don't even be looking at my DMs like that. But it was like, can you please... Uh, 
get tell your wife to unblock me. Then he put like I said something about Kaepernick, and I just wanted to know. And then he had put some stats up. I'm like, what the fuck? Weirdos, fucking weirdos. I was like, what the fuck? Fucking weirdos, right? So I just I don't care. Like I'm no longer arguing with you guys. Just so we're clear, it's not happening. The kid is tired. I'm motherfucking tired. I'm gonna post what I want to post. If you don't like it and you have a question and you know it's a you know it's a logical question and you want to <laughs> yeah, 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 I'll do that. But the minute you try to be like, you're dumb, this is the real thing, and da da block, deleted your comment, moved on, will never think about you again. Ever in my fucking life. I actually don't even like that I have that many followers. I hate it. I mean, that is an effective strategy if you want to get rid of the I mean, people still, you still gonna get randoms, but people be like, you know what? I ain't trying to, she's going to block and delete and delete my comment anyway. So I'm going to just chill. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's effective, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the other part of this, I, this is, is, I'm the dumbest fucking bitch on the face of this earth. I beg to differ. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, these are just things to rile you up. But it's not working. Like I know, clearly, but like that's like when people say shit like that, it's just like, okay, all right. Yeah. You know? It's, it's here's stupid. The part, here's the part of that I really want to discuss when he said you would be nothing if your husband your husband wasn't whatever, whatever, whatever. And my thing is like it's so funny to me that people try to shit on me or dog me and say, like, oh, if your husband wasn't this you wouldn't even be as famous. Well, that kind of goes both ways because there's so many people that say they didn't even know who you were until I started talking about you. Yeah. It's like, we're a team. Like, I became more famous because you started balling. You became more famous because I started talking about how you were balling. Like, that's a fucking tag team. Like, we was like, that's how we've been since 2009. Like, it's a, it's a brand. It's a business. And... I'm glad that people know me because of you now. Like, duh, thank you. We won. That's yeah. an, that's like actually an accomplishment. That's that's great. Why do you think people say things like that? Like, who wants a significant other that doesn't elevate them? That doesn't like put them in different rooms and put them at tables? No, it's it's not. This is you're looking at it rational and logical. This is not a rational or logical. This is, a, this is something that's said to me. The only reason yeah, I- but either these are anytime anytime that's said to you is to, it's like it's coming from a place of like envy or they just want to piss you off. So they like, how can we, we can discredit everything she did and just say she had no part in it just because her, her man plays in the NFL. And maybe she'll get pissed and it It'll put seeds of doubt in her, but break her confidence down. You know, that's the type of shit like people are doing, you know? But it's it, it's it's like if they had a they had a girl or a man that was whatever and it helped them do whatever, cool. And you know, that's just life. Like what the fuck are you talking about? Like it's stupid. It's mm. fucking stupid. People just get on my nerves, like this industry, like even the fans, like they're so stupid, it's like I don't even know why they do some of the things that they do. It's like they, they really live, their life depends on these games. Yeah, but you can't you can't say like that's just now. Fans have been weird forever. It's weird fans since 
sports became media era has given them access. Yeah, they're more out there. That weird was not like this until niggas got thumbs and a smartphone. You're right. I mean, it's definitely on another level now as yeah. far as the voice they have and the stuff they can say and the disrespectful shit they can say to people that they would never say to them in right. real life. Like, do it on a fuck nigga fake page. Like, um, I'd be thinking, like, what if social media was, like, real life? Like, you walking down the street and people just like, you're an asshole, you bitch. You if you could see their at wherever they went. Like, it was, like, over their head, like, they yeah. little Niggas <laughs> People would shut up so fast. Yeah. But that's why it's kind of comical to me when I be seeing shit like that. Mm-mm-mm. Man, well, I just wanted to just address the fuck boys that send me these messages like, my nigga, I'm so tired of y'all that, I mean, I used to enjoy arguing with them, remember? You really did. I used to have them. I'm like, me, like. Life. I'm like, me, what? Like, like what do you, what? If you like, you be had like this big ass smile on your face. I'm like, what the fuck? Just flaming these niggas. Just She's flaming. like, I'm having a good time flaming. I'm like, all right, whatever. My friends would jump in and tag in other people that I, that follow me. Yeah. Like it was a fun thing, and now because I'd be like, me, don't you want? Don't you get tired? Like, just don't get any nerves. Why don't you just ignore me? Like, no, I'm having a good time doing this shit. I'm like, right. I used to put time away in my day to just shit on. Yeah, me. it was you sit down and be like, yeah, I'm gonna go fuck with these uh people. I roll with up. I roll up and get me a blunt and just go in my mentions and just start destroying people. Yeah, you really did. You really did love that shit. And now I'm just, it's boys. They just killed the fun of shitting on them back. Like, it's just like, because now they're not saying things that can be argued. You know, like, it's just stupid now. It's just like, okay, yeah, I'm the dumbest person on earth. Got it. So it's just boring. It's boring. I told you I want my page to be private. Like, and the only reason I even want to be private is because I want to just slowly start to block everybody following me. You have been private before and you unprivate it, though. I only get private whenever I get tired of people that don't follow me commenting. Yeah. I, I remain private for 24 hours, like every now and then. Yeah. And that's when there's like some big story going on and it's like I'm getting 2,000, 3,000 mentions about it and, and there's like all these fake private pages. I'm not, been, I'm not, I don't have time. But I want to make my page private just so I can slowly get it down to like maybe like 8,000 followers. Like people that I know and then people that I fuck with. Like, like you know, I, I, a lot of my followers, I know them. Like, not them, but I know their name when I see it. Like, I can, I remember just dialogue we've had from over the years. You know, like, cool people. We don't always agree. You know what I'm saying? That's not what it's about. It's about being respectful, you know, and being cool and being able to dialogue. But these people come in my mentions on crazy, like, talking cash. I go and Steve, uh, I go and um, Shannon Sharp's mentions or comments, and I'll just be talking to him. You know, people don't know me and Sharp got each other phone number. We cool. We talk on the daily, and he'll whatever he's been talking about his show. I'll make my comment whether I agree with him or disagree with him, and then I get like thousands of comments of people just want to argue about nothing. I end up deleting my comment after a while just because I don't want my phone to keep going off. It's just like, shh, go away. Like it's like they look for the blue check and they just like, well, let me just whatever she said. I'm going to tell her she's wrong and I'm going to call her a bitch and call her ugly and say, oh, you look like you used to be a man. 
Oh, your boobs are fake. Oh, this. Oh, and it's just like, oh, you would fuck me. Your girl would fuck me. So shut up. Like, stop calling me ugly. I think I'm amazing. I think I look beautiful as fuck. I think I'm one of the baddest bitches on earth. <laughs> if we keep it real. So you can't destroy my confidence. Like, it's just crazy that people don't know that about me already. Yeah. Weird. I'm just really over it. I really just want to talk to the people that I want to talk to. And you can't be public and do that. You actually have to be private. Yeah. 2020 is going to bring a lot of motherfucking change around. So if you're listening to this podcast, please enjoy it while it lasts. Very long, I promise you. I'm moving into other avenues of work. And the moment that starts to take up my time, I'm done with this podcast. The moment I have an excuse to quit this podcast, I'm fucking done. Nico's fed up, everybody. I love what I do. I do love it. But I don't appreciate it. She's fed up. Yeah, I put a lot of time into this. People don't even realize how much time it takes to even, like just the fact that I have to do a podcast once a week and compile a week's worth of shit, try to entertain everybody for an hour and a half, two hours a week. Like I just, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of work to be good. Like you could just bullshit on a mic and, and you know, whatever, but I don't, I don't do that. I don't bullshit through anything I do. So, yeah, I'm a fucking tired. I'm a fucking tired. Let's move on to some uh, in the news topics, okay? All right. Deep World died. All the information is coming forward now. And let me just give you what I know as of today. So all we heard was that he was at Chicago airport and he had a seizure and he died. Then we're finding out, oh, well, you know, he has a drug problem. He was doing a lot of drugs. He was doing that. Oh, well, he was going on a private plane. Now it's that the pilot of his privately, you know, uh, flown plane saw them loading up on the plane and uh, saw they had 70. 70. Yeah, I saw that. 70 pounds of weed. Weed, pills, lean, all kind of shit. And when the police pulled up, he tried to down a whole bunch of bags, a bag of pills. Yeah, I heard, yeah. And then he had a seizure. Not going to end good. That's crazy. So you wasn't going to eat all 70 pounds of the weed? Why did you do that? That's what I was thinking, too. Like, that shit don't even make sense. So... So you got rid of the pills, but it's still 70 pounds of weed. And you're like, what? 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 All this lean and everything. And I'm just like, like what was get? Was the, the pills get you more time? Like, what? I don't understand. I don't. That's why it's, it's this is why I be laughing all the time when people, people like, uh, People was talking shit about me because I was keeping it real about Nicki Minaj. And people was like, she could buy your whole fucking life. No, she couldn't. If she bought my life, she would be, she would be worried about her finances, okay? And I think that people don't understand. Rappers don't really be rich. They don't. They be lying. They be fronting. Faking. The, yeah, it's a couple of them that are really rich. No. Yeah. They selling drugs on the side. They hustling. They scamming. They scheming. They fronting. They fucking their credit up. They are doing the most to try to sell a dream to you. Yeah. And you don't even know what they're doing to try to keep that dream alive. 
you have no clue. Right. And it's sad that he even was doing all of this stuff. Like, why are you transporting drugs? Who are you doing this for? For some money? You, you lost your life. And then it's 70 pounds of weed. Like, what the fuck? And then I saw an interview where he said the first hip hop music he really heard when he was like 11 was Future. And all Future talked about was, was uh, promethazines and lean. Mm-hmm. And that's what made him start doing it. And then people were like, yeah, man, we got Future, man. You, you, you just taking the, 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 the young, the youth, the rappers down the wrong lane. No, he's not. No, he's not. Stop blaming this on future. These niggas need role models. They need their daddies. Yeah. That's like, what they need. That's what it starts with, the family. Yeah, you over here talking about it's future's fault. No, future's doing him. Future's living his life. If you if you idolize him and you decide you want to do what he's doing, that's your bad. It's not his bad. Stop doing drugs. That's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like the rap, East Coast rap growing up, everybody was killing everybody in every rap song. And that's like me going out and saying, yeah, that's why I wanted to just start killing people and selling drugs. Like, like no, bro, that shit's cool. And it's, it's, the music was dope and it was cool stories. But no, I'm not trying to do that on the regular. Niggas are fucking idiots is what it is. And it's like, stop, you can't blame other people for why you're a follower. That's your bad. You can't blame anyone. All these young rappers that are doing drugs that are copying these older rappers and everything, that's not their fault. That's your fault for being a follower. And you're probably saying, oh, well, they're bad examples. Yeah, there's lots of bad examples out here. You ain't nobody going around eating nobody. It's a lot of people eating people and shit. Like, you know how to do that, don't you? You know not to kill a nigga and just eat his body, but you don't know not to overdose on drugs. Man. It just doesn't make that, that trips me out that people can say, like, the, the music makes or TV shows and all that. Like, bro, I don't know. Everybody don't think the same. So I guess there's a lot of people that mind is different, and that shit really does affect them. But I don't know. People yep. can't, can't separate entertainment from reality, I guess. That's too bad. That's really too bad. And I don't think it's anybody else's fault. What does it say? 70 pounds of marijuana. Told him the rapper had popped several pills prior to the seizure. To the seizure. Confiscated a huge stash of weed, several suitcases on the flight. They obtained photos of marijuana, luggage, private jet. This nigga was 21 years old. And he had a Percocet problem at 21. Yeah. I've seen people that get hooked on them pills shit. That shit is crazy. Man, I had to pop some Percocet a couple weeks ago for some pain, nigga, never again. I was going to that high. Who likes that high? A lot of people like that high. That is creepy as fuck. You know what's crazy? Like, you know, NFL. Like, in the NFL, you know, they just get surgery. People will get pills, and, like, when they don't need them anymore, it's people, like, begging for them pills. And, like, it's some people that can take, like, a like a Percocet and then go to practice. Like, in practice on that shit. That's how much of them shits that, you know, it's people that can just fucking do that shit. And they like it and will pay top dollar for them pills. Well, I got something for sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
gave me 30 pills. I took three of them shits and I was like, I'm cool. You was like, you, you no. You on. You I'm on in the streets I right now. When I wake up <laughs> in the morning, I feel like I, I binge drank fucking Henny out the bottle. Like, who likes that? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I remember when I, I got my Achilles surgery, they gave me them pain pills. I took one and I never took them again. As you shouldn't. I never took it again. So I didn't use any of the pain pills. I just took that one they told me to take and I didn't like how I felt and never took another one. Well, <laughs> prayers up to all you rappers that are, you know, doing drugs because your favorite rapper did. And it's not going to make you a better rapper. It's actually not. They doing the drugs now to fit in too. Because yeah. that's what the lane is right now. You're bad for thinking that that's the way to fit in. It's actually stupid and it's ruining your body and you're probably going to die way before you need to. Yeah, that's pretty much a guarantee. Moving on. Speaking of dead, Fizdale, career dead in New York. Oh. I don't know yeah. why um, they fired him. I don't understand. They didn't give him a roster to work with. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, you fire this dude in the middle of this, like, not even halfway through the season. Yeah. And you're the Knicks. Like, it's like y'all expected to do what this year? What did the Knicks expect to do? They were expected to be one of the worst teams in the league. Got no major free agents. Right. Got 13 goddamn small forwards on the team. <laughs> like. You, you were expected to be bad. Like, you should be looking at this season like the Warriors are. Let's look – let's play niggas and see who can maybe stay next year. Like, this is what we doing. Like, that's not a fire a coach situation. That was a – we got to do something to show the fans, like, to keep them getting these tickets. Like, look, fire this coach. Look, we want to win. Like, no, you don't. Poor Fizdale. And I feel like this is a blessing in disguise if, he, if you're not listening to my podcast. But if you ever listen to it, it's a blessing. You don't even want to work for the Knicks. Their owner's a piece of shit. They're not going anywhere. There's a root or a curse or something on the Knicks organization. I don't know what it, what it is, but I believe that owner has a lot to do with it. And until he do right. He What's do the fingers? Right. What's those? He do right by all those players that played there, how he be disrespecting the old players and shit. Is this, you don't remember this, Brent? What is this from? Color purple? See? The fact that you even had to ask, you're not black. I you, watched that movie with you, though. Yeah, a couple years ago, and it took you three days to watch it. That movie's long as fuck, though. Like, what? Brent, you're not even supposed to think that when you're black. You're supposed to be, wow, this is incredible. Like, I don't it was know. a good movie. I'm not saying it wasn't good. You was like me. Can we pause it and, and, and I'm balls deep in it. Like, I've seen it a million times. I'm like, ooh, this is the best part. And you like, oh, let's pause. Let's watch something else. You ain't black. Oh my God. You ain't black. Who is black is Michael Vick. And uh, Michael Vick has been chosen to be one of the captains of the Pro Bowl. You know, they have the legends or whatever. Yeah. Pro Bowl. And now uh, people have gotten a petition signed, 200,000 signatures to have him removed from the Pro Bowl because of his dog fighting um, crimes of the past that he also served time for, was reinstated to the league. You know, all the, he lost all of his money, went to the bottom, you know, had to come back up. And people feel like he should not get a job. Now, no, one's, no one's complaining about him being on TV every day. Right. What the fuck? 
on TV every day, 24-7, all over the news, Fox, everything. He's all over the place. Yeah, but suddenly he can't be a Pro Bowl coach because he was a dogfighter. People got to chill, bro. People well, got to chill. Well, your, your commissioners said, go fuck yourself. To he, the he did? Yes. Not in those uh, exact words, but that's, that's the real I mean, that's, that's crazy because usually they, they like act it's like, awesome. yeah. He said there's no way that they're going to remove him. He has served his time. Right. Done everything that he was supposed to do that they told him to do. Golf clap for him. But it wasn't like he made a mistake. So what? When you fucking kill somebody or you fucking almost kill somebody and it wasn't a mistake, you go to jail and you get out, you're free. Yeah, it's not like you're still serving time. Like, I did my time. Like, what? what? But, you know, uh, everybody wants, you know, Amber Geiger, who killed both them John, to be forgiven, you know? Yeah. Forgive her. Forgive the little white girl. And don't forgive Vic. That animal, you know what they, how people feel about them dogs, though, me. Let me, you know how I feel about dogs, and I didn't appreciate what Vic did, but what I did appreciate about Michael Vick is people really think it was just him. There were so many athletes, so many famous people, entertainers of all kind connected with this dog fighting ring. He Hell yeah. for everybody. I know some of these athletes. I, I know, like, you, you, you know, it's crazy. I didn't even, like, being from Philly, like, I didn't know shit about the dog fighting rings and shit. But when I got in the league, like, you would just hear, like, people saying, yeah, I've been a dog fight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was, like, normal shit. It was going. They were actually funding financially. Yeah, yeah. That, that whole compound that he had, that was fun, funded by multiple athletes of other yeah. sports as well. And yeah. shut the fuck up and sat down and took his L, and that's why I feel like he should be respected in that regard. Because we got, we in the era of people just not holding their L's and snitching to other people for no reason even sometimes, you know? Like just being a fuck nigga. And he could have did that, but he didn't. He was like, what was the purpose? We're all gonna go to jail? Why? When it could just be me? Cause he was going regardless. He definitely was gonna go. Yeah. So, I mean... How long was Vic in jail for? Years. Oh, okay. Yeah, he served his time. Whatever. I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it because I see how they treat dogs better than black people in this country. So, go fuck yourself. So, whatever. I don't care. It happened. And guess what? When you do a crime and you're not a billionaire, you don't run the country. You, have, you don't you do time. Right. Johnson Johnson killing people every day with his baby powder and nobody's going to jail or whatever. Right. Killing people. Nobody going to jail. So whatever. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. was in the news. And Odell reportedly, this is alleged, but we know it's probably true, reportedly told 49ers, T-Hawks, and Patriots to come get me. <laughs> <laughs> Before the trade deadline. Come get me, please. This shit ain't working. Yes, it didn't happen. I'm pretty uh, sure. But my thing about that whole thing, first of all, like a lot of players do that. Like you have friends all over the league. I was trying to get you. This I was looking at some footage from last year, and people don't know this, but teams were asking 
the Bucks to trade you all of last season, yeah. the whole season. They was coming to the Bucks saying, y'all ain't going nowhere. Let us hold Brent Grimes. Right. And the Bucks refused. They refused to trade you. Right. So I said, Brent, why don't you just say, fuck y'all. I'm not going to play unless I get traded. And you're just such a nice guy. Yeah. And you were like, no, I can't do that. My team needs me. And I was like, y'all suck. You're going nowhere. Can we go somewhere where we're going to win? And you just refused. Like, do you feel differently about that now? No, I don't feel differently about it. I mean. Damn. Uh, I wasn't just going to demand a trade, but I didn't think they was going to trade me anyway. They would have if you would have not played. Yeah. I told you, just cause a stink. And you refused. No, nah, I wasn't going to do that. You just sat there and held your little 5 and 11 L. <laughs> and then they shit on you on your way out. They just been dogging you. They dogged you the whole season. Shit on you on your way out. They still write articles now and shitting on you. Man, you was a big reason why all these things happened. Like, yeah. You should have got out of there. Yeah. Live and you learn. Man, you could have went to the, you could have won the Super Bowl. Could have went to the Patriots. You could have went to the Eagles the year they won the Super Bowl. You just wanted to be a Buccaneer. <laughs> you just wanted to be a two two different Super Bowl teams in the last two years came calling for you and you turned it down. I didn't know the Patriots called. Yes, the Patriots been trying to get you. The yeah. Patriots tried to sign you in free agency too, but their big thing was we're not going to offer you as much as the Bucks. But guess what? We're probably going to win the Super Bowl, and they did. Yeah. But since you was a book, twice. <laughs> twice in three years. Yeah. So, listen, <clears throat> Odell, I feel like a lot of players should do this. And this is one of the things that, that I feel like you guys don't understand. Like, people are always like, you guys work for the NFL. No, you're in your own business. You're a company. You're working with the NFL. You're a corporation. And, yeah. And, like, you know how you guys get cut or fired or traded for conduct detrimental to the team or, you know, whatever it's called. I feel like you guys should take that to your advantage. So, like, the, the owner of the Colts, you remember when he got that DUI and all that shit? Mm-hmm. He'd been like, nah, I don't I, – I can't play for the Colts anymore. I need to be traded. He's doing things. He's tripping. I can't. You're making me look bad as, as a corporation. My brand should not be – associated with a man like this. You know, as soon as the, the Dolphins owner... It would have to be the quarterback. No, any player any player worth anything. Like, Odell could do that with the Browns. He could be like, you know, I don't want to play with the Browns anymore because, you know, the coach wore a shirt that said the Steelers started it, and I just feel like that's just bad. That's just bad energy on me as a brand. I don't want to be associated with a coach that's petty like that, and it looks bad. So I would like to be off this team. Correct? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you got a point. You guys don't ever think about your brand and how they make you look bad. The Dolphins owner hosted a luncheon for Donald Trump to, to, for campaign money. I would have been like, oh, I need to be excused from this organization. I'm sorry, I cannot support an owner of a team that is supporting the the horrible, the horrible president of this country, who is clearly a racist and a, a sociopath and a sexist and a pussy grabbing piece of shit. And so therefore, since Stephen Ross is supporting him, I would like to be traded. 
Yeah, but I, I still feel like. You guys are pussy. You don't even know your power. You don't. You, you're probably right. And it's been in, ingrained in football players from ever since they've been playing football. Just, just how, how football is. But also, like, everybody can't do that. Just not, realistically. Not everybody, but the, the big-time players. If you're a thousandaire, because the majority of the league is thousandaires. I don't know why people think football players all make millions. They don't. The majority of the league is thousandaires. So if you're a thousandaire, you might have to just sit there and wait. But if you're a multimillionaire, if you're a brand, like a big brand, like you are like your own corporation and you have endorsed me, you have all the other things going on, you should be able to do that. You should yeah. move to wherever you want to move. I mean, quarterbacks, franchise quarterbacks that are like considered really good can definitely do shit like that and pull weight too. But I feel like other positions, they don't really give a fuck about it like that. Yeah, and that's the problem. They're not giving a fuck, but the team is using that to their advantage. You don't have to really give a fuck. You just have to use it to your advantage. Yeah. Like they, do. they don't care. They don't care if y'all slap y'all girl. They're going to cut you if they feel like it's an advantage to them. Period. Yeah. You know that they cover up a lot of stuff. That's why whenever something happens, you don't hear about it immediately unless the person goes to jail. They hear about it and they tuck the story in. They never let it get out into the, to the news because the NFL is that powerful. Anybody that owns a day of the week can hide news, okay? FYI. And they hide the news. And then whenever it's to their advantage, then they bring it up. Oh, two years ago, damn, Jameis grabbed this Uber driver's pussy. Yeah. You see what I mean? Like, they knew about that two years ago. Right. But that's what they do. So y'all should do it. Y'all don't know how to take your power like the NBA did. Them niggas got them owners by the balls. Because it's different. Because they're not pussy like you guys. Uh, I don't know. It's different. They got more, like, at a player matters more in the in NBA than it. Because in, they made it so. No, just because of the sport. They made it so, Brent. They made it so. They don't wear a helmet. They made it so. <laughs> That's y'all bad that y'all have to do commercials with helmets on and pads. I'm just saying... You're right. Like, they definitely, whoever runs their shit, did better job with they, all their situations. But I feel like part of that is because of they, the sport, basketball. They locked out and demanded everything they wanted and got it. You, yeah. have to lock, you guys have to commit to the lockout. That's it. Let some replacements come out here and play and see how it goes. That's the only way things are going to get turned around if y'all put your dick on the table. Bam. And you won't because the white quarterback is not on your side. That's what I'm saying. That's the only one that matters. They need somebody to throw it to. They need somebody to block. They need all of those positions. Y'all just They can plug other people in. Yeah, they can, and it'll be awful sports. You guys have the power. You make excuses like, they'll just plug somebody in. Don't let them. Let them plug some bums in. Yeah, you could. It could the, the shit could definitely be better than what it is right now in the NFL. I don't ever think the NFL could have the same situation as the NBA. 
It doesn't have to be the same. It just has to be mutual respect. It can be, it can be much better. The, the, the situations, you go to franchise tag, double franchise tag, tenders, all the shit you could do in the NFL is crazy. Yeah. And it can definitely be better. Do I ever think it'll be on par with the NBA? No. But it should be much better. And it's crazy that somebody really agreed to the shit that the NFL has. Yeah, you. You guys. Don't say somebody. No, I, did. I wasn't on the, the board. It doesn't matter. You're a part so of it. So I didn't agree to anything. You, you're a part of it. Yeah, I just played and got collecting my check. That wasn't part of the board. Why don't y'all just collecting your check, and that's why... It is what people are doing. Because the, the, the average career is four years, three years, or whatever it is. That's because they have you by the balls. They're just trying to get in and out. Yeah. You guys don't care. No, people don't. Yeah. They're just trying to get their check and get out. It's hard to fight for you. You know? It's hard to fight for motherfuckers that ain't fighting for themselves. So this rolls all the way back around to, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> but not yet. So last week, Hustle and I picked um, Saints 49ers, uh, Cowboys, Bears, Patriots, Chiefs. Let's go Cowboys, Bears first. This is the sickest game ever. I picked the Cowboys to win the game. And it was really just because the Bisky stinks. And I was thinking to myself, there's no way that they're going to lose to and they motherfucking got their asses kicked. Kicked. The Bisky was running. Bisky did his thing. The dub. The Cowboys. What's. Man, the Cowboys. I'm sick of the Cowboys, bro. I'm sick of hearing about the Cowboys. Like, they get talked about like they something in two right now. Like, they. Like, this is crazy. People talk about the Cowboys all the fucking time. Did you watch that game? The Bears Cowboys? Yeah. yeah. What did you think was the biggest problem with the with the Cowboys? I feel personally feel like it's Dak Prescott. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think he's the biggest problem. No. In that game, yes, he was. He was off. He was off. Yeah. He was off. I feel like they couldn't – I think it was just all around fucked up. But they did run the ball all right, at least when they were still running it. But um, they wasn't getting stops that they need. Like, it was just an all-around bad game. Bad throws. He bad. was making some bad throws, though. I can't, I can't hold you. I can't hold you. And it's just like we are just literally watching them just fall apart. At, at the scenes, you know, they was talking, all the Cowboy fans was talking shit early in the season when they were playing nobody, you remember? Yeah. A bunch of nobodies, and I even said they would have lost that Dolphins game if the Dolphins would have taken early on. Because remember, they were whooping their ass in the first half, and then yeah. Dolphins, they was donutting every second half of the game, so they was tanking until Tua got hurt. And then the Dolphins were like, shit, this ain't going to work. We might as well try to win some games, you know? Yeah. But... I truly feel like Dak is the reason that they lost that game. I don't want to hear all this Jason Gary shit, all this stuff. No, no. Jason ain't playing no games. Right. He's not even get to call the plays anymore. Thanks to all the bitching that everybody's doing. So, like, it's not his fault. Dak did not play a good game, and they, he lost to the Bisky again. He lost to the Bisky. Yeah. We can talk about them a little later. They like, I don't know. Dak is weird, bro. Not like weird as a person. Like people, he got like these crazy numbers. 
Mm-hmm. But it's like selfish. Yeah, it don't really matter. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of meaningless stats in games that are already over with. Like they, there was a oh he he made this run in the fourth. He almost brought him back. The other team had already quit. It was like woo, we won. Now we just got to make sure we don't let these niggas do nothing stupid and catch up. And then he start balling. It's like no, they lost. Yeah, numbers mean nothing. They just be talking about numbers so much, and I'm like, bro, I don't. Don't matter, bro. Well, I'm over that game. I want to move on to yeah. Patriots and the Chiefs game where we're going to talk about a little bit of numbers, okay? All right. Tom Brady threw the ball 36 times. Okay. 169 yards. God damn. <laughs> no, he had more than a buck 69. I ain't lying to you. On 36 attempts? Yeah. That's bad for Brady. That's terrible. One of them was a trick play for a lot of yards. Like, you know, so it's just like they're doing fleet flickers and trick trickery. What have the big Patriots become? Yeah, it's bad. I, I'm telling you, I've never seen it look this bad. You now, know, they had, they had lulls before, but this is consistently bad. And I told you guys, usually around this time, the Patriots are revving up by December. Eggs coasting through my yeah, a hot knife and butter on all these teams. They usually in December they got like they'll have like a uh, like a, a game where they, like a game like that like they'll play the Chiefs and it'll just look really good and they're like shit the fucking everybody got worried about the Patriots again like they'll put up numbers everything a click but it just ain't happening bro this shit ain't right. Mm-mm. It's not. A lot of people were saying the Patriots got cheated. Now, I know you saw those two plays. The one was a touchdown, for that sure. Was a touchdown. For sure was a touchdown. However, these things happen. You know what I'm saying? The Saints didn't go to the Super Bowl last year because of something like this. I, I think even with that touchdown, they still lose the game. You never know. You never, you never know, but just going how they was playing, like, I don't know. And the P.I. call, but the throw was definitely behind him. Yeah. The throw was behind him. And this is what we're getting used to with Tom Brady. He's making bad throws. I knew his shot was coming. <laughs> I knew his shot was coming at Brady. <laughs> like, he's making bad throws. He is very, very, very in the way now. He's in the way. Like, it's on do you I- think? Do you really think it's Brady in the way? Or do you think it's like a combination of shit? Like, you think they could put somebody else in right now and they offense would be better? Yes, I do. And let me tell you why. I explained this to you the other day, and I said it's very similar to basketball, having a point guard that refuses to drive through the hole. How? Like, I don't care. Like, you're scared of contact. You don't want to drive in and get hit. Maybe you can't jump high. Your shot's going to get blocked, whatever. If you refuse to drive, you're in the way. You know what I'm saying? And so Tom Brady is afraid to get hit. And so now even when he doesn't get hit, he's so afraid to get hit that he's like, <laughs> like throwing like that. And this is like, you're in the way. You got to take a hit. Everybody's getting hit. Everybody's getting hit, making big plays. If you feel like you, you go, here you go with this whole thing. It's because it's now. He'll get hit in the playoffs. That's what Hustle told me. Right now, he doesn't want to get hit. He's just trying. Nah, to- I don't. I don't believe that. That's what hustles. I don't. I don't want to say it's all Brady, but what I will say is, 
what I've noticed, and I'm like, damn, like it's a lot of throws in a game that are just like, damn, that's a bad throw. That's a bad throw. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot, like you wouldn't see every every quarterback, every even Tom Brady at his best, is throws in a game, and you're like, oh, that was a bad throw. But I'm seeing a lot more than usual from Tom Brady. And it could be because he, he nervous, he don't trust anybody out there. Like, the pressure of the offense not clicking and it's week, what, 14? I don't know what week it is. And yeah, the, that pressure coming in, like, I don't know. But it just don't – like I said before, the shit just don't look right. Here's some of the issues that I wrote down. You want to hear them? Yeah. They can't run the ball. No one's getting separation from any receivers. Tom Brady can't move. They have no deep threat. None. But he's the GOAT. And everybody used to always say, oh, he never had anybody on his team. He made people who they were. Like, you remember when Hove said that? Hove, you said you made a Hove. Well, make another Hove. Why he ain't making nobody right I don't know. I think they was big on that uh, one rookie, but he been hurt all year. He just coming back. I don't know. He just – it don't seem like – they try to bring Sanu in. I don't know. I really – it just don't look right. Mm-mm, they say they line is banged up. It didn't look right huh? Texans, and it didn't look right against the Chiefs. Yeah, they ain't they, – any of the, the tough teams they play, like – and the Texans, like, we've seen the Texans all year. Like, even though they're a, a good team, like, they're not about to go to the Super Bowl. They ain't, like, right. that good. And the Patriots couldn't do shit against them. Mm-mm. Weird. It's weird to see. Well, I'm, I picked that game as the Chiefs. Everybody thought it was crazy. I won. They thought you were crazy? Are they watching the same shit? Like, what? They got they got a cape around Brady's neck and valid because the nigga does have six rings, but it's time. It's time. I mean, even if you still the big brave, like, just watching this season, this, how it's going to say it's crazy for you to pick the Chiefs in that game, that's, that's wild. Mm-mm. People also told me I was crazy for picking the 49ers over the Saints. You know how I feel about the Saints. But I will say, I did not – the way that game went, I didn't expect it to go that way. Oh, game of the like, year. Game of the year. Yeah, a, a shootout, I didn't expect a shootout. In the 40s, Garoppolo brought it, Brent. I know you saw yeah. the throws he was making, like everything. Yeah, he balled. I didn't expect that game to go that way. That shit he was balled a, the fuck that out. It was a great fucking game. Um, I, I didn't think it was going to be that close. I actually thought the 49ers would beat him a little handedly, but – that, that, that just proves that Drew Brees can still light up the scoreboard. You know, he really – he has off games like everybody else, but he's still capable against yeah. a defense. The 49ers defense, it ain't like it was just some pansies out here like that. The 49ers, I don't know the exact number, but they were giving up like 150 yards passing a game or some shit. Yeah. Like they were balling. Yeah. 49ers are sitting at the top of the NFC. Lola, I wanted to um, – think I'm talking about this game? I don't, we don't need to talk about it. It was just a lot of back-and-forth scoring. Yeah, it was just a good game. Like, it's 
They, the last team that got the ball won that shit. That's, that's just how it was. It was a good game. It was exciting to watch. Yeah. Ooh, a lot of big plays. Yes, it was so fun to watch. Now, I want to I want to read something to you. Um, I wrote this down, and I feel like it's important to my, my listeners of the podcast, just so they can know I don't really do this kind of stuff, but I, I thought I would give you guys a treat, a, a reporter's treat, and this is how it goes. It's the playoff picture report. And so it says in the AFC, the Ravens are in first, but can clinch a bye seat if the Patriots or the Chiefs lose. Okay? Mm-hmm. New England holds the second seed, but could lose it if they lose this week and Kansas City wins. If they do win, this will be 11 years in a row that they've made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Chiefs are the three seed and have clinched the AFC West and can finish no lower than fourth. Okay. okay. The Texans are the four seed and own the head-to-head against the Chiefs. So if the Chiefs lose... Texas go to three, Kansas City goes to four. The Bills are in the five seed and can clinch a playoff berth if they beat the Steelers, who could steal that fifth seed if they beat the Bills. Steelers have the same record as the Titans, but own a tiebreaker based on conference record. And the Titans are in the hunt. They lead the in the hunt pack at eight and five. And if they win this week versus the Texans, that's the game we're going to pick, they can win the division and take the three seed from the Chiefs because they beat the Chiefs. Mm. You hear that shit? Yeah. This is some shit. Right. So NFC, San Fran's number one. They hold the tiebreaker versus everybody except the Seahawks, who they still have to play again. Um, Seahawks uh, <clears throat> lost this week. Well, except the Seahawks. A loss this week and the Seahawks will win, will win, could put them back in the five seed. Okay? Mm-hmm. The Packers are the two seed, but only because they have a better conference record than the Saints. The Saints are a three seed, but can go to the number one if the 49ers, Packers, and Seahawks lose. The Cowboys are the four seed and own the tiebreaker versus the Eagles, but they have to play them in week 16. Whoever wins that game, obviously, and love to win the division. Seahawks are the five seed and can't go any lower, can only go up. They need a San Fran loss to move up. Mm-hmm. Vikings are the six seed and playing for their lives this week. If they lose, the Rams win, they're out because L.A. holds the common game tiebreaker. Eagles in the hunt only because the Cowboys stink. <laughs> the NFC East is bad. My nigga. Do you see how crazy this is? Yeah. Like, we don't even know how it's all going to shape out. There's so many important games coming up. The yeah. reason I want us to pick the, the Texans-Titans game. They're both 8-5. and five. Tannehill. Tanny. Listen, I got a lot of comments from people like, how come you don't say nothing about how good Tannehill's playing? Because he's not. He got 15 touchdowns and five interceptions. That's all right. No, he's the best right. thing about him is that he's not turning the ball over. This is what he does. This is an ideal situation for him. Like he, they're they're running the shit out of the ball and they're getting turnovers. Right. Like he doesn't have to. When he just doesn't fuck it up. Like he's playing well. Like I'm not trying to say he's not playing well, but this is ideal. Like any quarterback could thrive in 
a running back running for 160, two turn uh, block field goal touchdowns, fumble return touchdowns. Like, you know, this is the type of situation any quarterback can thrive in. They're balling. They're playing good ball. Well, the Titans have the second best record in the NFL since week seven. Yeah, they're balling. Only the Ravens are better. They're averaging 31 points a game since he took over. I don't know if I believe that. I'd have to look at that. But the only significant win on their schedule is the Chiefs. Yeah. That's it. It's the only significant win. They finished with the Texans twice, one this week, and the Saints. Ooh. Texans, Saints, Texans. That Texas, that AFC South is always tricky. Like, tricky and weird and weak, low key to me. I think that's a weak division to me. <laughs> like just well, the Texans have won it three of the last four seasons, and their significant wins are the Chiefs also, and then the Patriots. They yeah. finished with Titans, Bucks, Titans. All right. So. Obviously, the Titans are running the ball well. I think they're eighth in the league in running the ball. Tannehill is Tannehill to me. Like, he's probably better. And I, and I told you this. When he came to the Dolphins, he was a receiver. Okay? He literally used you guys to learn how to play the quarterback position. Don't laugh. That's what he did. Yeah. He spent one season at quarterback in college. He didn't know what he was doing. So he came to Miami and wasted everybody's time to learn how to be a quarterback. Ruined people's careers, fucked people's money up, lied like a motherfucker, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just all types of bullshit. And I feel like now that all these years have gone by of him trying to play quarterback, he's actually learned a little bit. And now the Titans are reaping the benefits of what all the Dolphins players just got shit on all the last six years. That's your theory? Yeah. He's actually playing better. I still don't like him or his game. He's still weak. But he's playing better because he has experience. He knows he's seen a lot of balls now. He hadn't seen any of these a year of college football at quarterback. Yeah, but he was – he was he was on the Dolphins last year. Yeah, he see, he, play, he had like eight seasons. Well, how many seasons did Seven. he play? Seven straight. So you saying it just clicked this all season? He came in 2012. He came the year before you came. So six. You saying it just clicked this off season? Not just clicked. I, I, it's not clicked. He's not good. He's just way better now. He's he understands now. And then you have a run game. You have a defense who's their top 20 at least, which is, you know, good. That's decent, you know, just to hang on and make sure, you know, you don't just be a fucking dumpster fire. But I think that a lot of things around him are working well, and now he's able to look like a quarterback. Now, people are projecting them to be the dark horse to win the Super Bowl all over SportsCenter, ESPN, everything. The Titans, the, no. Yeah, and then, and then somebody commented, a bunch of people were like, no, the Titans always fuck it up. They never end up being anything. And people were like, oh, that's because Mariota was the quarterback. Well, what the fuck do you think Ryan Tannehill was doing in Miami? <laughs> I'm just saying – the Titans are balling because they're running the ball. Is that running the ball going to carry them? They can always be in the game because they run the ball. 
Like, that's it. You know, they're going to control the clock, shorten the game, limit the type of stuff Tannehill has to do. And that's that can keep you in just about every game. Barn and Tannehill usually doesn't just throw, like, hella interceptions this year. That's one thing you can say about him. Yeah. Now, the Texans secondary, you know, has come into question. Um, you know, they have a little issues there. And that's the weakness um, of their team to me. They have a good offense. They have Watson. They've got good receivers. They've got a good running back. However, these teams appear to be equally matched, and that's because the Texans aren't playing as well. Even though they beat the Patriots a couple weeks ago, they're just not playing well. And the, and the Titans are playing well. They are trending up. Both 8-5, and five, meaningless wins all over the roster. Uh, Titans, like I said, have one relevant win. The Texans have two. Who do you have win this game? Because keep in mind, even though this, this game is, 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 will, will shift the, the positioning of the playoffs, they still got to play each other again. Where which, are they playing? This one is in Tennessee. The last one is in Houston. I'm going to go with the Texans. Mm, okay. I'm going to go with the Texans. I'm going to go with the Texans. Off of, big, off of Deshaun Watson, uh, you know, threats of big plays. And I feel like the, t- the Titans, you know, they've been hot for a while. Maybe uh, – You know they just lost, right? The Titans? No, the Texans. Who they lose to? I believe the Broncos. They did lose to the Broncos. God. You want to know what you're thinking now. You, you they did you're... lose to the Broncos. This is a tough. I'm still going to go with the Texans. I'm going with the Texans. They need this win. This will help them to win the division. I don't know. The Titans are a good team, though. I don't know. I'm yeah, taking the I, Texans, though. I'm never taking Ryan Tannehill. I knew you wasn't taking it. I was close to picking the Titans, but I just I just feel like they're gonna lose. Never, I'm never picking the, picking that nigga ever. But it's not it's not like like when the Dolphins they were trying to make Tannehill like win it. Now Tannehill like he's making some plays. Obviously he's a quarterback, but their main shit is they're running the fuck out of the ball. Right. So I'm it thinking, ain't like yeah. it ain't like it's just like Tannehill versus Watson. It ain't that type of game. Well, you know, you always say pick the best quarterback. Right? Yeah, that's why I picked the uh, the Texans. Yeah, I got the Texans. I don't care who the tight. I don't care who Ryan Tannehill playing, dog. I'm not. I'm not picking him. I don't fucking. I can't stand that bitch ass nigga. Like this. Clearly, clearly. The only player in the NFL that I fucking can't stand. Clearly, clearly, you can't stand. Personal. It's just like it's all over your face right now. And the fact that he's not. He's just now. Now. You're learning how to be a quarterback. You fucked up my nigga's fucking career for three years. You fucked up everybody's shit because you wasn't ready. You just, you know, I, I can't even blame him because the organization fucking. Yeah, that wasn't his fault. The, yeah, that but was... he was at that podium every week like, we got to get better. We're not playing good. <laughs> you just, he just saying what they tell him to say. That's I got a right to say fuck him. Shit. <laughs> Anyways, and we're only picking two games this week, so just FYI. The second game is Rams and Cowboys. Now, oh, yeah, this is a big game. Obviously, for, I'm a Rams fan. Um, 
And the Rams need this to hang on to their playoff berth if they. This is a big game. Yeah, the, the the boys are zero six against teams that are over five hundred, and six and one against teams under five hundred. Um, they allow the fourth most fantasy points. Ooh, in the last four weeks, and the Rams have only been allowing fifteen point seven points a game since they got Jalen Ramsey. Okay. So. Now, this game is important mostly. It doesn't matter. The, the, the Cowboys can lose this game and still make the playoffs. We know that. Yeah. But this is important for the Rams to win because if they lose, they're pretty much done. Not yeah. that anyway, but still. They're pretty much done. And I feel like the Cowboys are just a sinking shit now. Like, everything's falling apart ever since that fucking owner just started talking all that shit. Now, it just seems like they, they, he's the locker room cancer. Jerry Jones is the cancer in the locker room now. Yeah. And I just feel like it's just going to continue to rot. And then next week, the Eagles are banged up. They're losing players left and right and all this shit. And they still got to play the Cowboys next week. And I, just, I still don't even know who's going to win that game. But this week, who do you have? The L.A. Rams or the Dallas Cowboys? I got the Rams. Maybe. All day. You know I got the Rams, me? I would never – well, I'd be lying if I said I'd never pick But <laughs> – the Rams, the Cowboys, uh, I feel like the Rams found themselves a little bit. Are they as good as, as they? Three weeks, baby. We found our offense. We fucking Todd Gurley is running the shit out of the ball again. I don't know what happened, but he's like a whole new nigga now all of a sudden. They found, they found like a little bit of a little bit of a mojo from last year. I wouldn't say they all the way back, but it look it looks it looks better. Mm-hmm. So. And the Cowboys, I feel like if anything goes wrong early, they're just going to get down and like here we go again type vibe because that's what it that's what it looked like against the Bears because I feel like they thought they were just going to come in and whoop the Bears' ass. And as soon as it didn't go that way, they were like, oh, that first shit. drive, like they always do, they get a quick drive because you know that's that first one is all scripted plays. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That first drive is like, okay, this is this how we're going to fuck them up. We're going to score. And then after that, they have nothing. Yeah. That's how it's been the whole season. You know, unless they plan to get somebody sorry. Right. And so I, I have the Rams win this game. Uh, I don't think that um, we're a better team. I don't. I you think, don't think y'all better than the Cowboys? No. Not as far as, like, players, like, player for player. Nah. I think they're a better team. I don't think they're better coached. Um, I think that Dak is probably better than Goff. Mm-hmm. I would say that. Uh, running backs, they probably have the advantage. Yeah. Um, receivers, they probably have the advantage. We have the advantage on the D-line, possibly, yeah. And we have a – now that Jalen Ramsey's there, I guess we have to say we have a better secondary. But yeah. outside of secondary and D-line and coach, they have everything else better than us. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's arguable. Yeah, it's all arguable. But yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue those things. But I just feel like we're gonna beat them just because they're down. They're yeah. Weak. It's like the vibe. It just seems confidence. It don't seem right. They get so much media attention. I think is is hurting them right now. Because hmm. they started off everybody like a cow. You know, you, you talked about earlier the show like Cowboys started off so great, blowing teams out, putting up record setting numbers. They going to the Super Bowl. 
And that shit slowly started coming back down to earth. And now they're fucking in the core of the earth. Like, they're below shit. Like, Under 500. They're bad. Arguing with each other. The owner is getting mad at his little, his little radio show. He Cussing people out and shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean. That's the show. You cool. Did. I didn't give you any notes. I didn't give you an outline this week. I just said, get on here and just wing it. And you yeah. Did. Yeah, that's where I'm my best. <laughs> that's when I'm my best. I don't need no plans. All right. Get off my <laughs> podcast, Brent. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you. Yeah, I love you. All right. Bye. Bye. Hang up. Hey. Brent's gone now, so I can say thank you to you guys. I, I am seeing your comments. I promise you, I'm seeing them. And I understand that you guys feel like I should just keep going, but um, I'm tired. I'm fucking tired. Like, I do a lot of research. I do a lot of research. I thoroughly investigate things before I speak on them. And nobody else is doing that. And y'all following them. Y'all looking at their shows. Y'all watching them on TV. Y'all listening to their podcast. Y'all giving them all of your time, which is giving them all of your money. And it's just not enough people supporting me in order for me to be putting all this time and effort into this. Now, it's not that I'm not passionate about it. It's not that I don't love it. It's not that I don't appreciate you guys and everything that you do, especially just listening to me every week. Um, my numbers are great, you know, but they're not where they should be. It's for somebody that's doing all the work that I'm doing. And it's kind of tough and it's kind of like, you know, imagine if you worked at McDonald's and um, you started off with fries and then you moved up to the grill maybe. And then you maybe was the register, was the fucking drive through register or whatever. And then somebody told you that's as far as you could go. You can't go any higher than the, the drive through uh, register person. And it's just like, damn. This is where I have to stay. And you know you're a manager. You know that you're supposed to be in corporate of the company. You know that you have the skills, the talent, and everything to run the whole McDonald's. But because you do things the right way, someone is telling you, no, this is as far as you can go as far as this industry, unless you're willing to compromise some things and make some changes. And then, you know, I just, I don't, I don't, it's not my ceiling, you know? It's just not my ceiling. And if this industry doesn't want me, I'm fine with that. You know, I, I don't I do not do this to pay my bills. I do this for the love. As you guys can obviously see, I've fired all my sponsors. I don't need none of the motherfuckers telling me every week who I can't talk about, who I can't be against, what I can't say. Like, I don't need you. I don't need your money. I'm doing this because I love to do it. And I'm not loving it anymore. I'm, I'm not feeling appreciated. I'm feeling dogged out. I'm feeling disrespected, even by people that claim to be my friends and can't claim to be my homies and fuck with me and everything. All of these people are just shitting on me. And I get it. It's the tits. It's the pussy. It's the dark skin. And I'm cool. I'm cool with it. I, I spent 13 years in this industry and I'm just retired. I'm not tired of you guys. I'm just tired. And I'm moving into another industry. I'm not really ready to discuss it yet. I'm still working on a lot of things. Um, but 
I just want to try something else. I want to start back at the fry position where I was green and didn't know any better. Didn't know that once I got to the register that they was going to fuck me over. I would rather start over somewhere else and start learning another craft that, you know, kind of just gets me a little bit excited and gets my juices going and then find out that it's the same piece of shit that I'm dealing with as well. Same thing, but I would rather just try something else. This is my life. And I want to do what makes me happy. And I just want you guys to know that I definitely appreciate you guys. There's so many of you loyal listeners that have been riding with me for these three plus years. We're going on four years. In May, it'll be four years that I've been doing this podcast. And don't think for a second that I don't appreciate you guys. It's simply that I'm tired. Um, and anybody that's ever been in the position that I'm in, you will probably understand and you will get it. But if you haven't, I understand that too. Just know that I'm doing what's best for me. And if you still fuck with me, whenever I start making these other moves and doing other things, you can support that as well. Okay? I love you guys. Peace. Yo, this might have been my coldest summer ever Sometimes you feel cold even in the summer weather Sometimes the dumb shit'll make you come with something clever Sometimes it gotta fall apart just to come together Life get puzzling but I made the pieces fit Tried to pull my card but I made them pieces hit Never let you assholes make me a piece of shit Coulda went to war but I made my peace with it Watch out who you pizza with Cause everybody want a slice of the pie But they won't sacrifice for this fly Told niggas life's a gamble Gotta roll the dice till you die And it cost to be the boss Guess the price was too high They ain't pay attention Teens break up over play attention You ain't ready, gotta play the bench then BB's a player drenched in Ice water bath Jeweler put my name in script That's a ice autograph, nigga Cold summer with the Prestine boys And that black and orange ride fright festing, boy Richard Millie rose gold on my left wing, boy Playing Jane ain't the flex, I'm investing, boy Gotta switch it up, on to the next thing, boy You wearing throwbacks, that's Michelin nesting, boy Looking like you wouldn't pass a diamond testing, boy That shit fake in your ring, fuck you wrestling, boy You gotta take it in blood And that's just how you feel when you make it from mud, my nigga Objections you could take to the judge I'm a grinder, not the one that break up the buzz, my nigga If you steal me, you gotta kill me Any real G gotta feel me See the chill me, that's the real me But when you force my hand, I'ma play the cards you deal me Then I'm gone for the summer Then I'm gone for the summer Then I'm gone for the summer